0: The tongue and justice. Continuing our lessons on justice, uh, rather than teach it in during the lesson, I'm going to read with you the old familiar passage we've used probably eight or ten times already. But I want to use this as a background. So, open your Bibles to the Book of Deuteronomy, chapter one, and we'll read again what we've read often, and we'll not come back to this during the Bible study. We'll be out of here tonight, as I've said before. Within a couple of minutes, either way of eight of eight fifteen, I promise you that. I'm not promising you exactly eight fifteen. I've never done that, but, but we'll be out of here sometime between seven twelve and seven seventeen. I'll I'll guarantee you that. Um, I hope you brought your sleeping bags with you, and I hope you live to get old, then you'll understand placing a curse on you right now. But uh, Deuteronomy chapter, uh, I'll make, make my promise again. Look out of here, put nigh at 8.15. Say in Texas, how, verse 12 of Hebrews, Deuteronomy, anywhere, just we'll start reading. Read what you want to read, and I'll read what I want to read. <laughs> this, is, this, this first question here is why I'm like I am. How can I myself alone bear your cumbrance and your burden and your strife? Take you wise men and understanding and known among your tribes, and I will make them rulers over you. And he answered me and said, The thing which thou hast spoken is good for us to do. So I took chief of your your tribes, wise men and known, and made them heads over you captains over thousands, and captains over hundreds, and captains over fifties, and captains over tens, and officers among your tribes. And I charge your judges at that time, saying, Hear the causes between your brethren, and judge righteously between every man and his brother, and the stranger that is with him. Ye shall not respect persons in judgment, but ye shall hear the small as well as the great. Ye shall not be afraid of the face of man, for the judgment is God's. And the cause that is too hard for you, bring it unto me, and I will hear it. What Moses is saying here is that because of the size of the, the congregation of the Israelites, they had to appoint people to be responsible for judging matters over different groups. Some were given tens, to ten, ten to judge. Some could judge more than that. Uh, like we have Baptist churches. Some Baptist churches are big. Uh, some men, not better men, uh, uh, can build a larger church. And there are some men, just as, just as good men as the fellow that has the large church. It may be 100 people. is about all he can handle. I was, I was preaching out of New Mexico in Carlsbad, New Mexico, and the pastor asked me yesterday afternoon, he said, Brother well, Hiles, I asked a question. How in the world do you keep up with all the things you keep up with? And I said, I don't know what you mean. He said, Well, I have 400 people in, that attend my church. And he said, I just go all the time. And I'm amazed. Well, maybe that's why he has 400 people. And does not does not mean, in fact, that probably he's a better man than I am. Uh, but uh, some people, some preachers, good men, handle 50. And some could handle 1,000. And some could handle 10,000. But and that's the case here. But these men were men to whom folks were supposed to bring their problems and their disputes. These were the chosen people to do so. Now, God has chosen people in this age to do so also. He's chosen parents in the home. He's chosen a pastor in a church. He's chosen the boss at a job. He's chosen the teacher of a class. He's chosen different, uh, different people who have responsibilities, like um, Mrs. Jones tonight and her beginner choir at Beginner Choir. It's her responsibility to be in charge of that. He's chosen choir directors, he's chosen coaches, and he's chosen bus leaders, and he's chosen uh, other people. Each group having somebody who's responsible for that group. Now, I'm going to come back to that a while. I'm not teaching yet. I'm going to come back to that after a while because I'm not, we're not going to come back to the Scripture. <clears throat> but I want you to remember what I said about a chosen person to whom we're supposed to bring uh, our problems, our, our differences, and so forth. Father, we, after a while, we're going to teach the Bible And I believe tonight is one of the most important lessons we've ever taught. So bless us as we teach and as we learn and we listen attentively and carefully and have ears to hear what the Spirit says to the church tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Dr. Evans, I'm going to let you hold this for me. I'll I'll, I'll use it after a while. Look at that catch, boy, I'll tell you what. The Brooklyn Dodgers saw that, That would make him the vending man in the stands selling hot dogs. Our Heavenly Father, what an inexhaustible book this is. I remember those days as a young preacher in East Texas. I used to wonder what I'd do when the Bible was all preached up. And yet every time we open one door, it seems like that leads us to a room that has many other doors. God bless us tonight as we study to show ourselves approved unto God, workmen that needeth not to be ashamed. In Jesus' name, amen. The Tongue and Justice. Open your Bibles to James, please, the book of James, chapter number 3, verse number 5. It is very important that you follow me in the early moments of this lesson because you'll understand all of it better if you understand the early moments. James chapter 3 and verse 5. Look at it very carefully as I read aloud. Even so, the tongue is a little member, and boasteth great things. Behold how great a matter, a little (coughs) fire kindeth. Now notice the tongue is called a fire. And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members that it defileth the whole body and setteth on fire. Notice how many times the word fire is used. Setteth on fire. The word fire is, is in, in verse 5. It starts off verse 6. and Now here it is down in the middle of verse 6. Setteth on fire the course of nature. I get this. And it is set on fire. And there it is, that word fire again. <coughs> of hell. Now actually what it's saying is this. The tongue is a little fire. (coughs) And the fire that the tongue gets comes from the fires of hell. That's exactly what it says. It says that when somebody (coughs) misuses their tongue, they're using their tongue as a fire. And that fire comes from hell. The word there for hell in verse 6, by the way, for you Greek students, is the word Gehenna. It's not the word Hades. (coughs) It's the word Gehenna. Which is a final lake of fire uh, that uh, after the great white throne judgment. So I want you to notice that that little word <clears throat> that little word uh, fire. Now then, if you would look at Proverbs chapter twenty six and verse twenty. Proverbs chapter twenty six and verse twenty. Page six. I'm sorry, I don't have a Scofield Bible tonight. I'm. Using my preaching Bible, I take across the country, so I can't give you the pages. However, we're going to stay in Proverbs the rest of our study tonight. Read verse 20 with me of Proverbs 26. Ready? Where no wood is, there the fire goeth out. So where there is no tail bearer, the strife ceaseth. All right? Now, what is the fire he's talking about here? The fire is the what? Talk to me. The fire is the what? The tongue. And the fire that comes from an evil tongue comes from where? Comes from hell. And the Bible says, if there is no wood, there the fire goeth out. All right, that means we've got to keep the wood from the fire. We want the fire to go out. We've got to keep the wood from getting to uh, the fire. Now, the next thing I want you to notice is this. That wood is carried to the fire. Let me illustrate. I'm going to take this. We'll let that little table represent a piece of furniture in the tabernacle called the altar of incense. You know, in the Bible, good words are often spoken of as being perfume or incense being burned where the odor goes up to God. In, uh, I think it's Revelation 5 9, it talks about the prayers of the Christian or sweet perfume to God. So, on the altar of incense, there, was, <clears throat> there were spices. That's why it's called incense, the altar of frankincense and so forth. They're spices that were burning all the time. Now, the fire came from the altar out in, the, in the, uh, yard, uh, the courtyard of the tabernacle and was brought in there to the altar of incense. The altar of incense was right before the veil, which was uh, the other side of that veil was the, was the, was the Holy, Holy of Holies and the mercy seat. But enough of that. On that altar always was burning incense, always. Spice was burning all the time. If you please, now then, um, I want to give you the meaning. Now let me see if I, if that word word I want was used in twenty six twenty. Don't turn to it. Let me just see. Yeah, yeah. You have your Bibles open still there? To verse twenty of chapter twenty six. There's one word I want you to notice. Where no wood is, there the fire goeth out. So when there is no tail bearer, the strife ceaseth. That word tail bearer is the word from which we're going to get our entire Bible study tonight. The word, word tail bearer <laughs> means spice peddler. That's exactly what it means. Spice peddler. Did you ever hear anybody say, Well, I've got a spicy bit of gossip to tell you? That's where it comes from, right here. A spice peddler. Now, what we've got to do is we've got to keep that spice from the fire <coughs> over here. That spice representing the wood, are <coughs> little pieces of spice. We've got to keep that spice from getting over here. I won't. Evans, uh <coughs> you stand right where you are, if you would, please. And Brother Lapina, stand right beside him, facing, uh, both face that way. And, and move over about a foot or two here, Brother Eddie. <coughs> uh, brother Eddie's the little short one, Doc. Uh, okay. And um, then Brother Young, you stand right. Eddie, move over a little farther. A little farther. Brother Young, you come stand about right here. And then Brother, brother boy, stand about, right about where you are is fine. And... Uh, Like a guy, chairman of the board of deacons, he wants to run everything, doesn't he? I, I, don't have I think you'll agree I've chosen the right fellows for the gossip, gossip circuit. Most spicy things go from these men to each other. Now, <coughs> Dr. Evans has some spice. That's really a, a, a jar of spice he has in his hands. Now, the Bible said that the fire goes out if there's no wood. Now, what we've got to do is that spice, tail-bearing, if you please, is what it is. A spicy bit of gossip, a spicy bit of news. And uh, if we can keep it from getting over there, then it'll go out. And uh, I want to give you... Our job is to keep the spice from the fire. That's our job. Now, somehow along the line here, we've got to have somebody somewhere has got to not spread this spice along. Now, looking at the fellows, I have little hope that, that, that it will be. But let me tell you how most uh, most uh, gossip does. Let's pass it down. He tells him. And he, tell, he tells him. And he tells him. And he tells him. And he puts it there on the altar. And uh, it burns. And uh, it, keeps on, it keeps on burning. And it keeps on burning. Now, by the way, I guarantee you this. After he gave it to him, there are other people he's going to pass it along to besides just one. Nobody passes it on to just one person. He passes it on to several. They pass it on to several. So the farther down this line we get, the more the more hundreds of people are going to have heard this this spicy bit of news. All right, Stevens can show me his one for two and uh, perfect throw, as you could tell. But uh, all right, now then, all we we've got to somehow keep this spice from getting on this altar of incense here. Uh, we've got to keep it from getting there. This is bad news. This is, this is called a tail bearer. And the uh, uh, people that carry it are spice peddlers. Any one of you rascal, any uh, one of you gentlemen that uh, <coughs> pass it on, you are a tail bearer or a spice peddler, the Bible says. Now, we have got to keep that spice from getting down here where the fire is because we want to stop it. And we don't want to, we, we, we want to, well, we should want to stop it. And uh, <coughs> so... Well, the idea is to keep it... All right, now then. Brother Lepini, you're he, the key man here. I want to tell you how we got got the best ways, and I'm going to go in order here. The best way is to keep that spice, and that spice represents what? Gossip. Or, and, and, and the word tailbearer means what? Talk to me means what? Spice peddler. And God does not want... Every time the Lord rebukes us of being tailbear, tailbearers, He's rebuking us for being spice peddlers. Boy, oh, I got something juicy. I got some juicy gossip. I got some, something spicy. I want to tell you. And God says, that's sin. That's wrong. Listen to me. That's sin and that's wrong. And we're not supposed to be spice peddlers or be tale bearers or tell bad news. Now, how are we going to keep this, this uh, spice from getting down here on this fire? If it, if it gets down here, it'll keep on burning and keep on burning and keep on burning. It'll never stop. We've got to keep it from getting down there. Now, I want you to notice the first way to do it. Open your Bibles to Proverbs 20, verse 19. Proverbs 20, verse 19. All right, now when you have it, look at me. Now, Kevin, I want you to hold that spice out to Brother Lapina. Now, Brother Eddie, this, this Bible study is for you tonight. And nobody needs it more than you do. But uh, you have a store, a spice store. But anyway, uh, just so happened you're there. All right, now then, what we've got to do is we've got to figure out the best way to keep that spice from down here. All right, look at Proverbs chapter 20 and verse 19. He And by the way, uh, these, these statements are the same thing being repeated. It's called a synonymous distitch in the Bible. I'm, I'm not going to go into what that is. But it's called a synonymous distitch. It means the same thing is repeated in different words in the same verse. He that goeth about as a talebearer revealeth secrets. Therefore, meddle not with him that flattereth with his lips. Okay, talk so about the same fellow. Fellow that flatters with his lips, he, he, he's, he's also he's the talebearer. Now, the talebearer always puts it like this uh, Pray for so and so, would you please? He's a good man, but. And then you butt him to death for a while. And uh, But always a flattering lip. <laughs> The, uh, a tail-bearer is, is not openly malicious because he is smart enough to want to look spiritual and want to look like he's helping somebody. So, uh, it says here, meddle not with him. All right? Now, what's the first thing, advice we have, Brother Eddie, to keep this uh, spice from getting down here on this altar of incense, uh, what, what's, what's the first advice we have, Brother Eddie? Don't meddle with it. Don't meddle with Dr. Evans. Just don't hang around him. Just don't. Don't fellowship with him. That's one thing wrong with this church. Too many folks have been hanging around Dr. Evans. Uh, you will not have to have, yeah, hold, hold it up that long, Dr. Your arm's going to get tired. But, uh, but, all right, so first, middle not with him. Now look at chapter 22 of Proverbs and verse number, uh, number 10. Chapter 22 and verse number 10. Read it out loud. Ready? Cast out the scorner, and contention shall go out. Ye strife, and reproach shall cease. All right, so now the first thing to do is (laughs) cast him out. All right, it's okay. All right, now what it means is this. The The best way to keep the spice that he has there from getting down here to the altar of incense, the best way is don't associate with spice peddlers. That's the best way. Don't be around them. See, you can't get their spice, spicy stuff, if you don't associate with them. So God says, don't associate with a tailbearer. Very plainly, we just read it a while ago, in chapter 20, verse 19, God says, do not associate with a tailbearer. Don't associate with a spice peddler. The person that likes to tell you something, true or false, doesn't matter, true or false, who likes to tell you something spicy, then don't you run with them. And don't you hang around them. And don't you take them out to eat. And don't you go out to eat with them. And don't you be good friends with them. Now, you be courteous with them, but when they bring you their spice, you tell them, I haven't got no use for your trash. I'm sorry. Have no use for it. Now, the first thing, listen, we've got, we've got to keep, to it, Doc. We've got to keep this spice here off of this table. I mean, if we get it down here on this table, it's going to burn. And it's going to be, the the, the, the odor of that thing is going to spread everywhere. So we've got to... We've got to keep that juicy, uh, spicy uh, gossip and, 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 and so forth. We've got to keep it from down here. So the first thing God says to do is don't associate with him. Well, you sit for the highest. If, if you don't associate with him, how are we going to help him? The Bible, not one place in all this Bible does it tell you to help the tail bearer? Not one place. Bible says help the drunkard. Bible says help the adulterer.
1: Bible says help
0: the thief. Bible says help the liar. The Bible says, help, help the, the crooked, the dishonest. But not one place in this Bible, I dare you to show me one place in this Bible, where anybody is ever told to lift up the tailbearer. Now, why? Because you can lift up <laughs> the fellow who's been in, in deep sin. He knows he's been in deep sin. And you can lift him out of that deep sin. But, but the tailbearer will affect you. And so God knows that one tailbearer plus no tailbearer equal two tailbearers. Why? Because, look, listen carefully. You can see the drunk staggering down the street, vomiting in the gutter, and you can know that's bad. You can hear the foul mouth, cursor, profaner, with his dirty, filthy tongue, and know that's bad. But the tail bearer doesn't look bad. I read a letter just the other day. I was in church and a pastor showed me a letter that was sent out. And some member had sent a letter out. He listened to me now. And he said, the letter said, please pray for our pastor. He's a good man, but he has done thus and so and needs our prayers. Don't you see what that dirty, sorry, rotten crook was doing? He was acting spiritual. And he was acting like, please pray for our pastor. He didn't say pray for him while he preaches on Sunday. He didn't say pray for him that God will give him power. He said pray for him because he's crooked, you see. All right, so, so the first thing and the best thing to do is don't associate. But now, wait a minute. Sometimes, before we know it, we are, we are, we are with a tailbearer. We don't know he's a tailbearer. We have not seen or heard him bear uh, gossip <laughs> or spicy tidbits before. So, there is a second thing to do, and that is the second best thing, is don't take it offered to him Doc. he won't take it now what does that mean what does that mean when, when he's talking okay Doc uh, brother Keith uh, over at the rescue mission uh, he took some beer off of a guy the other night over there and he drank a little bit of it and uh, some of you folks right now are believing that aren't you something caused that okay all right, now then, uh, Dr. Evans has that bit of spice. That's, that little jar of spice there represents the fact that Brother Keith drank some beer they took off a rescue mission fellow. And uh, so he has that now. And what's the best thing for them to do? <laughs> if he knows Dr. Evans is a tailbearer or spice peddler, not to associate with him. But if he doesn't know it and Dr. Evans uh, starts to tell him, Doc, about that, Brother, you waited too late already. You want to hear what he said, huh? <laughs> I wish I'd chosen somebody else to be right there. I said, I said, the first thing, first thing is don't associate with them, and the second thing I said is do not what? Do not take it. You took it. You got the whole bottle. <laughs> All right, let's try it again. That's it. Yeah, shut up. That's what he said. Yeah, shut up. Shut up. I was on the airplane today and the lady right in front of me had two children and one, both of them were 12, 13 years old and she used the word shut up more than I've heard it used my whole life put together. And it was never obeyed by either child. But, but that word shut up not bad if, if it's somebody who's, 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 who's selling spice. See? See uh, now, now watch me. Uh, listen, now, now listen to him. Uh, tell him about the Keith again. All right, now then. He now himself is a tail-bearer. What does the word bear means? It means to carry. He now has it. See? So he now has the spice. Give him that bottle. He now has the spice. Now, he should not, <coughs> if he knew Dr. Evans like I know him, he wouldn't associate with him. But if he did not know that Evans is a loudmouth gossip, then... He should not listen to the gossip. He should not take the spice. For in the taking of the spice, he is now bearing the spice. He is the tail bearer of the spice bearer, bearing means to hold something. You bear up under a load. You're holding up under a load. He's now holding the spice. All right. Now the first thing we got to keep that. We got to keep that spice and get him down here on the fire. Because if there's no wood, there's no wood. Then there's no fire. And so this, this incense burns, and we've got to keep this incense from getting down there where the fire is, because if this incense gets down there where the fire is, then the whole, the whole odor is going to fill the whole place, and we've got to keep it from getting there. Now, the best way to keep it from getting there is not to associate with the spice peddler. And the second best thing is when you find the spice peddler, you do not listen to it. As soon as you recognize it as something negative... The first thing I would say, and I've said it across America, I would have said, "Look, I really don't need to know that. I, I don't. I don't need to know. I don't. I, I don't want to know it." But, but I, I, I said, "I don't want to know it." But I'm going now. You shut up. You start off courteously, but do not take the spice. Now, Doctor Evans, you take that bottle back and, and you try to force it on him. Just, just try to force that bottle on him. Put it down in his hand. Put it in his hand there. Put it in his pocket. Don't take it. And by the way, you ought to be just that vigorous in your in rejection your of that. Did you get it? Okay. You ought to be just that vigorous. When you, when you take it, you become a tail bearer. All right? Now the third thing. He, okay, this time, he's, he takes it. Okay, hold it. Uh, tell him that. Uh, hold it. Let's read a verse. Uh, this, this is a religious service. We all read the Bible some here also. Look at Proverbs 25, 23. We're having religious exercises tonight. One, two, three, four. Proverbs 25, 23. I think I've been drinking some of that beer. Read that out loud, please. The north wind driveth away rain, so doth an angry countenance a backbiting tongue. There you have that synonymous distich again. And uh, it says, an angry countenance, uh, angry countenance, a backbiting tongue. All right? Now the first thing you do, we're trying to keep that, that uh, Listen to me now. We're trying to keep that uh, uh, spice from getting down here to the fire. Is that right? The fire will go out if it doesn't have something to burn. We have got to keep that spice from getting down here to the fire. All right. Now, what's the best way to keep that spice from getting down here to the fire? What? Don't. Associate. Don't what? Associate. Associate with whom? Tailbearers. bears and what bear? What, what does that mean? Tailbearers bears and uh, or what? Spice peddlers, spicy gossip, spicy news. A bit of sp- a spicy word to say to you. First thing, don't associate. And the second thing uh, we said, do not what? Do not take it. Say it. Ready? Do not take it. All right. Number one, do not associate with a spice peddler. Say it. Do not associate with a spice peddler. Say it again. Do not associate with a spice peddler. I'll guarantee you, there's not a church in America where people have listened to spicy stuff and left the church, but what? They were affected by a spice peddler. And they end up, I'll guarantee you, they most of them either, and I'm mean, I mean, all across America, it's everywhere in America, uh, most of them don't end up in the fundamental church. Look right this way, in there, everybody. Uh, most of them don't end up in the fundamental church. And most of them end up changing their standards, changing their convictions, changing from being fundamentalists to new evangelicals. Most of them end up there. And I'm simply saying, for your own sake, not for the sake of, of Brother McKinney. That's not the big deal. Brother McKinney, I'll say this. If Brother McKinney does not have to be hurt by that gossip at all. Because nobody can destroy him but him. Dr. Evans can't destroy Keith McKinney. Dr. Evans can lead Keith McKinney to self-destruct, but he can't destroy him. But I tell you what, it will destroy Ed Lapina. But tailberry is the one that's destroyed. Not listen, I can tell you people right in this room right now about whom folks have, have, have spread some spicy lies. And the people uh, who've been lied against, they keep on going. They're, they're, they're going right on. But the people told the lies, they're not going right on. And, and and in many cases, they're not doing much of anything for God. If they are, it's only a percentage of what they were doing for God before they became spice peddlers. So for your sake, don't become a spice peddler. For your sake, Brother Eddie, don't associate with him. For your sake, don't 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 take it when he offers it to you as you, as, as you want to go. But, you, you listen to it, you've already got it. Now, while you take it, the Bible says, give him an angry, counten- angry countenance. In other, words, in other words, he shouldn't have given it to you. You're sorry you have it, right? Tell him. Cry on while you tell him. Tell him what you think about it. Now, he, he can't give it back. He already knows it. You can't give spice back. You can give money back. You can give something you steal back. But you can't give spice back. Once you've got the tail, he's got it now. He's a tail bearer. He's bearing it right now. Now, what's the next thing? Once he has it, what's he you do? He should, he should give him an angry countenance and let him know he doesn't appreciate it and it's not true and, uh, and, 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 and let him know how he feels about it. All right? Now then, I'll say the first thing you're supposed to do, do not associate with the spice peddler. The second thing, do not take the spice from the spice peddler. And the third thing, be disturbed if the spice peddler has given you the spice. All right? What's the first thing when somebody comes up to you and wants to, wants to give you something spicy about somebody else? And believe me, I'm not talking about things said about me. I'm not trying to salvage people tonight who are criticized. I'm trying to salvage you folks who peddle, who peddle spice. Because you're the one that are the damaged. All right? So, uh, what are you are supposed to do? You're supposed to what? Do not what? Do not associate, say it again, do not associate with whom? The spice peddler. Now, once you, you, you did not know he was a spice peddler, and once he has offered to tell you something spicy, you do not what? Do not take it, from spice, from the spice peddler. Now, the third thing then, if he has told you, and already told you, and you now are, well, that's an awful thing to be, the custodian of something bad. Boy, I hate for anybody to tell me something bad about somebody else. Because I know it now. And, and, and I have it now. And in a moment of weakness sometime, I might say it. And I, I, don't, want to be, I don't want that responsibility. I, don't, I, do not, listen, I do not want the responsibility that Eddie has right now. He has the responsibility of keeping that spice from him. And they need a fishing someday, and he may want to tell him something spicy, and he may tell him. And knowing those two fellows like I do, they would. He would tell him. But, but I'm saying... That I don't want that spice. So I've got to do everything I can not to know it. By the way, after a while, folks will know you won't take spice. You'd be shocked. Why? We, we've had folks here at the church who work here, get, get, uh, 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 think they know something about somebody, and they may get mad and even leave, quit their jobs and leave the church because Brother Howes allowed that to go on. But what they don't know is that I'm not a spice peddler like they are, and I didn't even know that stuff was going on sometimes. Of course, it wasn't going on usually. You'd be amazed. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself here. you will be amazed after a while. Uh. So, stay tuned. All right? First thing, don't associate with a spice peddler. If you know it, if you don't know it, then if he starts giving you some spice... Don't take it. Don't listen to it. The third thing, if he's already given it to you, let him know how you feel about it. Look disturbed at him and tell him how you feel about it. Now the fourth thing, we've already we we're already three steps too, far, too, too we've gone too far already. I mean, we shouldn't have been around the fella, but we didn't know what kind of fellow he was. And uh, so when he to- started to tell us, we should have told him to hush and look, give him a scornful look. But but now here he's got the spice. He knows. He knows that at least there's a rumor out. That Brother Keith drank some beer. Whenever I think about this, I think about an associate pastor we used to have named Charles Hand. He's now an evangelist. Somebody gave up some cigarettes one service and left them at the altar, and I picked them up and I said, Folks, you rejoice with me, Brother Charles Hand has given up his cigarettes tonight. And everybody laughed. The next week he was out visiting somebody who would visited our services. And he knocked on the door and said, I'm Charles Hance, associate pastor of First Baptist Church. And she said, oh, yes, I remember. You're the fellow that gave up your cigarettes last Sunday night. She thought it was serious and true. And it was. But, <clears throat> but we, we know this is not true. But, 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 but uh, Dr. Evans has told it as being true. Now, he's the custodian of it. All right. Now, it's too late for him not to associate with the, with the, with the spice peddler, right? It's too late for him not to refuse the spice, Right? And he's already given him a dirty look, but he's still got the spice. Is that right? Now, the fourth thing, if you go that far along, and some of you are there right now. Some of you have already, you, you, you enjoy you, some of your best friends, are spice peddlers. You say, well, what should I do? Break your friendship. Break your association. You say, well, how do you do it? Tell them. Just tell them. I've heard all, I, I'm sorry, I love you, and I, uh, I'll be your friend till I die as far as helping you is concerned. But it is not good for me to be around you. I, I cannot do it. All right, but it's too late. Now what is it? He has the spice. Now what's the next choice? If he already has it, then do not deliver it. Look at chapter 20, verse 19. He that goeth about as a talebearer revealeth secrets. What does it mean? He means the secret. Listen to me now. No talking. The secret is the tail. See, it's the spice. All right? So, he delivered it. All right? Now, so what happens? He should not give it to him. Right? All right, let's go back. him as you have it. Okay. Brother Eddie, what's the first thing Brother is supposed to do? Not associate with him. And if he doesn't know he's a spice peddler, then he starts to tell him something. What's he supposed to do? Don't take it. All right, so offer it to him. He won't take it. He won't take that spicy gossip. All right? But before he knows it, he's already told him. He already has it. Now what's he supposed to do? He's supposed to tell him how he feels about it. He didn't didn't like it. Give him a dirty look. Tell him how you feel about it. But he's got it. He can't forget it. It's in his mind. He is a possessor of the spice. Please look at me instead of writing How many times I've say that? I'm teaching you something. I'll guarantee you, you'll get it better if you will listen instead of taking notes. Now follow me again. By the way, you will know in your mind what, what what you're putting on that paper if you listen carefully. Important thing in life is be a good listener. All right. Now then, but he's got it. Now then, he's told him how he feels about it. But he's got it. Now what's he supposed to do? Not to pass it on. Not to pass it on. Now, ladies and gentlemen, i promise you, that is the hardest thing, one of the hardest things known to mankind. Hear what I'm going to say right now. Don't trust yourself with spice. Don't trust yourself with it. I don't care who you are. You'll tell your wife. If you do, you're a spice peddler. You'll tell your husband. If you do, you're a spice peddler. When your husband finds out something that's spicy that somebody else told him, you should have known about it for a long time. If you knew about it, you should not... You, how can I word this? Your husband should be surprised that you've not told him already. Same thing with a with wife. I'm saying that, that, please, don't trust yourself with spice. Do everything you can not to get that spice in your hand. Everything you can. I mean, avoid certain people. By the way, I, I, I preach for some spice peddlers around the country. I preach for some preachers who are spice peddlers. You know what I do? When I, when I get with them, I plan what we're going to talk about. I make make a list of things we're going to talk about. And I immediately, when I get in the car at the airport, I immediately say, Hey, tell me some advice about this. What do you think about this? And I keep up asking questions until I get out of the car at the motel. Why? Because I'm trying to keep from getting the spice. And and I'm trying to keep from being rude. But if I have to be rude, not take the spice, I'll be rude. I'll say, I don't want to hear it. You've heard me say this again and again. Pastor picked me up at the airport out east. Before, before, before we put the car, the car had gone to the second gear. He said, You heard about so and so. I said, Good or bad? The preacher. He said, Bad. I said, I don't want to hear it. He said, Well, you're going to hear it while you're here. I said, You want to bet? I'm not going to hear it. I'm not going to hear it from you right now either. And he said, Well, I'm going to tell you because I'm going to tell you what the truth is. And I said, Stop the car. He stopped the car, got out, got my suitcase. Where are you going? I'm going back to the airplane. Go back to Chicago. Didn't come to hear bad news, came to spread good news. You see. He said, okay, if I won't tell you, will you get back in the car? I still get back in the car. He didn't tell me. Nobody else did either. And I still don't know what it was. Now listen to me. I'm not trying to keep you from hurting people right now. I'm trying to keep you from hurting yourself. Hear me carefully. Let me show you. Okay, give him that. If he never tells it, he's still going to smell like it. I can get on an airplane, used to, not anymore, thank God. I used to be on an airplane, and brother, I smelled just like tobacco when I got off. Never smoked a cigarette. Drank a martini, but never smoked a cigarette. (laughs) Now, once you get that spicy stuff, it's going to be on you. It's a part of you. It is already in the, the computer program. Well, i got to hurry. Good night. Okay. All right. Number, number, number four, do not deliver it. Number five, do not deliver what you haven't seen. Never tell anybody. Rumors. If you've not seen it, don't tell anybody. And number six, and I've got to hurry here, do not deliver what you have seen to anybody but the authority over that area. Now, back to what we read a while ago, remember? There's the some over tens, some over, over fifties, some over hundreds, some over thousands. All right, let's suppose then that, uh, that, uh, that uh, Brother Evans saw Brother Lapina's, uh I'm sorry, Brother Young's daughter out drunk, the oldest daughter out drunk, and she was not drunk. Been drinking a little bit, but she was not drunk. And, uh, okay, so, uh, now, you think Dr. Evans should tell Brother Brother, Young? Uh, no? Yes, I think he should. If he saw his daughter out drinking, I think he'll tell him. See, he shouldn't tell him if he heard it. He should tell him if he saw it. And if he saw it, he shouldn't tell Brother Lapina. And he shouldn't tell Brother, what's your name, McKinney. And Brother Boardway, he shouldn't tell them. He should tell the one who has the authority over that group. You follow me? All right? So, do not deliver what you have seen. If you haven't seen it, don't deliver it to anybody. If you have seen it, deliver it to the person in charge, uh, uh, responsible for that group. Do not deliver it to the wrong person. Number seven, and last, keep it. Okay, fellas, you can be seated now. And I I want you to open your Bibles to Proverbs 17, verse 9. I've got two minutes, so open quickly. Proverbs seventeen verse nine. He that covereth a transgression seeketh love, but he that repeateth the matter separateth very friends. Now look, please, if you would, to Proverbs eleven thirteen. Proverbs eleven thirteen. A talebearer revealeth secrets. That's a spice peddler. But he that is of a faithful spirit concealeth the matter. What does it mean? It means that when Doctor Evans saw Brother Young's daughter out drunk, he's, he's supposed to conceal it from everybody except the man that can do something about it. That's exactly what it means. All right, look if you would please, chapter twelve and verse sixteen. A fool's wrath is presently known, but a prudent man covers shame. Now, what you're going, to t- you're going to say? You're going to say the Bible says that you shouldn't cover sin. Now, hear me carefully now. You should not tell people about somebody's sin except the one responsible for the group that person is in. If you see one of our deacons down at Calumet City Tavern drunk tomorrow night, you let me know. If you hear about it, don't bother me. If say somebody saw it and told me, tell them to come to see me. But don't you tell anybody else. Don't tell your husband. Don't tell your wife. Don't tell your brother. Don't tell your sister. Don't tell your neighbor. Don't tell anybody. See, now I'm not saying to cover it up. I'm saying only uncover it where it's supposed to be uncovered. And then forget it. Here's the thing I was going to tell you a while ago. It's really not as great as I thought it was. (laughs) Reminds me of that man. uh, This preacher down in... uh, I'll be through eight seventeen. 17. Reminds me of this preacher down in Boomer, West Virginia who came to pastor school. His name was Tate. He got all excited about having something big. Went home and have a big day. He didn't tell his people what the day was going to be. It was going to surprise them. It was going to be, going to be Christmas in summertime. But it was going to surprise them. But he just told them they are having a special guest there. The guest was Santa Claus. But he oversold Santa Claus. And he said, Ladies and gentlemen, on our big day, We're going to have a guest that is known everywhere in the world. This guest can step off an airplane at any airport in the world. And everybody will know who he is. Well, the word got around. It was former President Harry Truman. The pastor didn't know it. The pastor promoted, over-promoted. He got up that Sunday morning of the big day. He couldn't get within two miles of his church. Every church in town had let out. The newspaper reporters were there from 50 miles away in Charleston. Television cameras set up all over his church. Every television station around there, thousands and thousands of people came to hear Harry Truman. And he had introduced Santa Claus. I feel that way now about what I was going to tell you. But let me tell you what I, what, what I say. I could have people of the dozen stand up and, and, and testify to this. People come to my office and they have a problem. They've done something bad or wrong. And they come to my office again six months later about something else. And say, well, how's I am doing better about my problem? And I've forgotten it. Really, I've forgotten it. Because when folks tell me something bad, I don't put it in a, in a deep groove in my memory. And I'll say, well, I'm sorry, but I've forgotten your problem. Now, that's what the Bible means here when somebody gives you some spice conceal it from yourself don't let it go all the way let it stop right there don't let it get down to here and conceal it don't be a spice peddler well tonight we didn't let that spice get over here didn't get to the fire didn't get and reason reason is number one we're not supposed to associate with the spice peddler Number two, we're supposed to not, not take it if He offers it to us. Number three, not, 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 not pass it on if He gives it to us and let Him know how we feel. Shall we stand, please?